Happy Holiday. Welcome. Happy Holiday. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy Holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. talk to you about the diphthong and the scoop. <laughs> There's a title for you. The diphthong and the scoop. I love the holidays. I love happy holidays. I love Christmas, New Year's, and, and uh, Thanksgiving, and Halloween, and I love them. We're here to help make them happier because oftentimes we get to the end of the holiday season because there's so many holidays and sometimes it takes so long and there's so much pressure to do this right and to do that right and you have family coming over and and uh, family that you don't always see and feel like everything's got to be perfect and that's why I actually did a podcast called How to Survive the Holidays. If you haven't listened to that yet, uh, make sure you check it out. Um, but because they're called happy holidays, but they're not happy for everyone. There's a lot of people that the holidays, um, well, we get to, you ever gotten to the end of the holidays? I know I have, and, and just said, um, boy, I'm glad that's over. And what would that be like if it was your birthday, and after your birthday was done, you opened the presents and had the cake and ice cream, and as the people were leaving, uh, all your friends or family that put it together said, whew, I'm glad your birthday's done. I mean, you think, well, we wouldn't do that to somebody, and yet, we do that to God Himself. We do it to the Son of God. We do it to Jesus. We, we you know, we finish the holidays, and, and then we just tend to say, "Boy, I'm glad that's done." Well, I'd like to do things differently so we don't end it that way. And what about life? I mean, sometimes we go from struggle to struggle. When the struggle's done, then we tend to say, "Boy, I'm glad that's done." Or, or God forbid, we get to the end of our life, and 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 when we when we pass, you know, to feel like, "Boy, I can't wait for this to be done or be over," or, or Man, life was meant to be lived. It was meant to be enjoyed. Um, and that's the point of the diphthong and, uh, and the scoop. Let's talk about the scoop first. One of the things I love about the holidays the most is the music. Love the holidays music. I love the old school singers. I love Frank and Bing and Dean. And, and uh, I love to imitate their voices. Even Natalie Cole. Um, I love to imitate hers too. I love to listen to Michael Bublé, and I love all the the old old school um, holiday songs. But have you ever noticed when they sing? First of all, that vibrato—that's the warble in the voice, the kind of shaking the voice. Some of them have so much vibrato, I swear you could walk through it. Um, and uh, they sing in a style that you don't hear on the radio anymore. But it's so cool; it just brings you back to Christmas. Nothing, you know, brings you back to Christmas much more than hearing Bing sing. You hear that Bing sing like it? It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Anyway, hearing Bing sing, Have yourself a merry little Christmas. May your heart be light. 
I mean, he scoops to every note, never quite hits it. It's almost like these singers don't know where the note's supposed to be. Almost like they're inventing it as they go. They just always scoop to the same note. You ever happen that happened to you in life? No, it's happened with me where I thought I was going to hit here and it, and it didn't. I thought life was going to go here and it didn't. Um, almost like I'm trying to hit the note, but I don't quite get there. None of us are perfect. And so therefore, we're never going to truly ever really hit the note. And there's people out there that want to make sure they do everything perfectly. And, and those people end up very unhappy people. People that want to control everything to make sure they got everything perfect, make sure they hit the note all the time. That just isn't going to happen. We're human beings. We're, we're weak. But that's kind of what, what life is really about. It's about the weakness. It's about the not hitting the note. But what do you do when you don't hit the note? You just keep singing. You just keep scooping because you're going to get there if you just keep singing. I don't talk about um, my favorite sports teams much because it's funny to me. Some people will turn some people off just because they, they're they a fan of this team or of that team. And I think that's silly. And I don't want to do anything to, to divide people anyway. And I don't, I'm not big on smack talk. And I used to be, but so I don't talk much about what my favorite teams are, and um, the people are crazy fans, especially when it comes to like football. And it's amazing how we will disassociate with someone just because they're a fan of that team, or or think that the, what they have to say isn't worth anything because they're a fan of that team and they don't agree with us. And, and so I don't talk much about my team, but um, I noticed that um, my team this year. Um, you'll probably try to figure out who it is. I guess that's okay; it doesn't matter. But. Um, you know, came out, and it's a team that was predicted to go to the Super Bowl, predicted to go all the way, and uh, they were very scary because they came out and were just went and walking over everybody, running over everybody. Just you couldn't stop them. And then all of a sudden, they hit something. They hit a hit a, a pothole or something. They hit a chink in their armor. Like sometimes when I go golfing, um, I'll get a I'll get that. I'll get a little something in my head, and I can't figure out what it is. I can't figure out how to fix it, how to stop it. And when that's a situation, I can't try to fix it out on the course because it's just going to get ugly. When, when that's a situation, you just have to keep swinging the club and maybe go to the driving range and try to tweak some stuff. But, you know, the more you worry about fixing it, for me, the worse it gets. The more I'm trying to get technical with everything. It reminds me of my, my wife. She was an amazing softball player in high school. And then uh, we got married and, and we were on a softball team. And she was on a softball team too, a, a different one. We were, on, we were on a co-ed, and then, then she was on a softball team, and all of a sudden she was trying something new in, in her throwing style. And all of a sudden it started getting in her head. She was trying to throw perfectly according to that style, even though she had a great arm. I mean, she was a catcher. She caught for this pitcher, and I, they went to state. I believe they even won state because no one could hit this pitcher. This pitcher was so fast, and, and my wife caught for her. And, and second base, you got to have an arm, man. you got to be able to get it to second to stop people from stealing and and um, so she had a great arm, but all of a sudden when she's trying to relearn how to, how to throw the ball, um, she was trying to do it so technical that she kept throwing the ball into the ground. She couldn't, she couldn't make it to wherever she's throwing to. And, and there's some, come sometimes you just got to forget all the technicality of life and forget trying to throw it perfectly, forget trying to be perfect and just do what's comfortable. Just throw the ball. Just get out there. And that's the same with this football team that I, that I you know, was watching that, that you know, now the same team that, that was unstoppable, they were undefeated, now they can't get a first down. Now they can't complete a pass. Now they, now it's like a whole other team. It's like they went 
back to a college or a high school team. They, they just couldn't get their act together. And when I was watching it with my boys, I just said, you know, you got to do in this situation. I said, you've got to, you got to keep playing. You just got to keep playing. It's got to turn around. But if you think too much about it, you try too hard to change it, it's just going to make it more difficult. It's just going to make it worse. And sometimes that's it with life where we're trying to hit a note and we can't find it. We don't even know where it is, where we're, we feel like we're making it up as we go. But you know what? You got to keep singing. You got to keep scooping. Let's go to the diphthong. Now, when I say diphthong, I don't mean a nerd wearing fancy underwear. I'm not talking about a geek with flip-flops. Um, a diphthong is it's actually a musical term. And it's when you take two syllables and make one out of them, like joy to the world. The word joy has two syllables in it. It's got O and E, oi, joy. So joy is when you take two syllables to make one unique syllable out of that. And um, that's what it's like with us and God. God loves music, by the way. In Genesis, the first chapter of the Bible, it talks about who God is and says, in the beginning, God created that's who God is. He's a creator. He loves to create. And you know the cool thing? He loves to create through us. The great works of art, when you ask the, the artists who made them, whether they're paintings or sculptures or, or um, songs or whatever, they'll tell you, like, Stairway to Heaven. Um, I believe that's the one. But, but that one is a very popular song. Every guitarist tries to play that in, in the guitar stores. And uh, that was written in 10 minutes on the way to the studio. It just happened. And they said it's because the canvas told them what to paint. Michelangelo, for instance, was only was only um, hired to, to paint a couple, one or two characters on the ceiling. And next thing you know, man, he was on that ceiling for years painting the Sistine Chapel because he said that's what the work was telling him to do. I don't think the ceiling talks to anybody, but I believe God does. I don't believe canvas talks to anyone or the paintbrush talks to anyone or the notes talk to anyone, but God does through that. And sometimes I, I don't know if we know the difference or know how to explain it that way. So they said the canvas is telling them what to paint. But but I believe that God creates through us. That means incarnational. Incarnate means God became man. God creates through man today. That's how he, he loves to create. And he can create any other way he wants. He spoke the worlds into existence. In fact, he's such a musician that some theologians will tell you that when God spoke the worlds into existence, he actually sang it. What does God's voice even sound like? It's got to be perfect. It's got to be booming. It's got to be as tender and precious and powerful. And man, ah, when I make it to heaven, man, I want to ask God, what did it sound like? Show me, replay the video for him to sing. And all of a sudden the worlds were, and the water was, and people were actually us. He didn't sing us into existence or speak us into existence. We're the only ones that he hand formed, but that's a whole nother podcast. So God loves music, and he loves to create, and loves to create through us. And uh, so the point here is in the dip thong. I guess I'm the dip, and, and he's the red. Well, he's not a thong, but <laughs> I don't know. But God's one syllable, and I'm the other. And when I join forces with him, when I join hands with him, when I, when I join hearts with him, we make a syllable that's unique to any other syllable, something that's new, something that's fresh. And that's what God wants to do with us. Here's the good news. God will make sure that we hit the note sooner or later. And when we hit that note, we're probably going to find out it's not the note we were aiming for all along. It was a whole different one that was even better. The Bible says that God has plans for us, plans to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. And the notes that he's going to get us there are even greater than the ones we have in our heads. So just keep singing. Just keep 
throwing. Just keep swinging. Keep scooping. You're going to get there. But join forces with God himself who helps us do that. He made us for a reason. And he's got great purpose for us. We can trust him. He's not out there to beat us up. He's not out there to make us suffer. Um, Even though suffering happens, he's out here to help us in that suffering. He's out here to make music with us and him joining together. Diphthong is the way to go. It's it's two becoming one. And I tell you what, uh, when I got married, my life was even better because my wife and I became one. We were... We became a diphthong, two syllables that became one. Well, the same is true with God. God wants to show us that he wants to become one with us. So let him let Him guide your life. Let him guide your singing. If you're in a situation where you just don't know which end is up, just keep scooping. What's the scoop? You are. Keep singing. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. And you'll have a merry little Christmas. And your life too. So thanks for listening. I hope that helps. This holiday season, join forces with God and see what kind of diphthong he makes with your life, what kind of music he makes and hits, and what kind of song he can write with you. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be 